My name's Sarah Frick, and you're listening to Are You For Real? A podcast all about being real. Like, really real, not just cute Instagram real. Like, real. Welcome back to Are You For Real? with Sarah Frick. Today, we are talking to one of my favorite people, Aaron Siegel from Home Team Barbecue. Aaron is one of my clients and students at The Works, Charleston. He is also the head chef and head guy over at Home Team Barbecue, which is an amazing restaurant locally and now all over the country. They have restaurants all over the Southeast and one in Aspen as well. Um, Aaron is a super, super down-to-earth, cool dude um, that can cook up a mean piece of meat and make you a tequila drink and a and a skinny. And he also is somebody who I really admire because he has worked himself up from the bottom all the way to the top, and he's just really real about it. So I'm super stoked to share this with you guys today. So tune on in. All right, guys, we are here now with Aaron. And first, I just want Aaron to tell a little bit about himself. I, uh, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I grew up there, and my parents still live in the same house. But uh, and then I went to college at uh, the University of Georgia. Um, spent uh, about five years there, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, I moved to Charleston um, for about nine months before I went to culinary school. So that was the first time I'd spent in Charleston. And uh, then I, I was applying to Johnson and Wales, which was in Charleston at the time, and also uh, Culinary Institute and um, up in New York, Hyde Park, and. I decided to go up to New York and went and did that for two years. I did an internship in Atlanta. And then when I finished, I, um, I had spent some time out in Colorado and wanted to go back out there. So went to Aspen, um, cooked out there for four years, and then moved back to Charleston in 2002. Um, and uh, took a, a job as a head chef at Blossom, which is still on East Bay Street right next to Magnolia. I had my bachelor, um, my, what is that called? The day of your wedding? My bridal lunch there. Your bridal lunch. I did. Oh yes, yeah. it was such a, <laughs> it was so special. Such a bridal lunch kind of place. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I spent three years there and was kind of, you know, figuring out, plotting this barbecue thing, mm-hmm. and um, ended up doing that in 2006. We opened up West Ashley. So um, cool. We got married um, to uh, to Darby, and about the same time we opened up, just a bit after we opened up the restaurant. Um, we went actually went to high school together in, in Atlanta. Um, she was much cooler than I was. Um, <laughs> she still is. Yeah, she still <laughs> is. And um, so I don't not sure who she knew who I was really, but um, I tracked her down. She went to Alabama with uh, some of my best friends from growing up. Tracked her down when I came back from Colorado, and we got married in 2008. Um, and then we've got two kids, um, a boy and a girl. Mac is our oldest one. She's the girl, and she's nine and a half. She just finished third grade. And, um, and I've been saying second lately. My wife's been like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, she just finished third grade. Uh, and then my son, Wit, um, is six and a half, and he just graduated from – he just graduated from <laughs> kindergarten. Every, you got to have a graduation. It's a big deal. Or, yeah. It was cool. It was funny. Um, but, um, yeah, and then we've got uh, – Let's see, we opened up uh, Home Team Solvents in 2009, um, downtown in 2016, and then um, uh, we opened up in Aspen in 2016 as well, and then we just opened Columbia um, a couple months ago. Well, it's it'd be a month on Monday. It's crazy. Um, so as someone who uh, is just opening their first of maybe a few, mm-hmm. um, 
we talk about this all the time, but like, how do you keep it so it stays cool? Because it is cool. Like, people know home team. It's not like, you know, just another run of the mill. I think you got to, I mean, you know, you've got to depend on other people. You've got to have, I mean, you, your, your girls are, are awesome, you know, and it's seamless. Like, you know, when you're not there, they're, they're carrying on your, 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 you know, your vision and your approach. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I think that's where a lot of time is spent in the beginning. A lot of the stress was, I I knew that we wanted to open up more than one store. So when I, a lot of my stress at the beginning was, okay, who's going to do this Mm -hmm. when I'm doing it? Who's going to have the same passion? Same. And, um, and you just have to, you know, really work at that. That just doesn't happen. It's, you know, you can't teach people, to approach things the way that you approach them without them seeing you approach it. With me, I mean, I've got three operating partners and, you know, it's, I need them, mm-hmm. you know, I need them. Um, you know, we're real big about, you know, how we care for our employees and how we care for each other. And it's more than just work. And I think that that helps, you know, sometimes people will be like, Oh no, 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 don't, you know, be friends with the people you work with. I mean, or, how do you not be friends with the people you work with? Right. And, and it makes it easier to approach things, but it's also like, you know, you know, lots of people say, well, don't, you know, don't bring your shit to work. But, you know, sometimes you got to bring your shit to work because people will be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you know, yeah. why aren't you doing your job? And and if, if we don't know that your mom's sick and in the hospital right. or, you know, you're having physical issues or you're having money issues or something like right, that. Right. If you got something that's going on, let's talk about it and figure it out. So that that's helped, too, I think, even with, you know, some of the hourly employees. And I mean, we've got servers and bartenders. You and have stuff. a big team. Yeah, and we've got people that have been around for a long time. So it's, um, I think that's the biggest thing. It's just, you know, if you're going to plan on growing, um, you know, w- which has always been like, what do we, how do we do this? How do we grow? And we're still trying to figure out. I'm still like, even I, this just blew me away, this whole Columbia, you know, wow, oh yeah, my God, awesome. can we do this again? Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, the biggest thing is just having people that, that, that buy into what you do and you got to put time into that. Have you ever had a situation with an employee that was a hard conversation to have? <laughs> and if so, can you tell me how to do it? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had, I mean, my wife will tell you, I've had more, you know, days that have been totally taken up by an issue with an employee or employees. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, every one of them's different. I've kind of seen it all. I feel like I've heard everything and seen everything that could possibly happen. And, um, you know, difficult conversations are if, if I feel like if you if you're you're keeping your house clean, you know, and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing um, and you're and you're being real straightforward about what you're asking of somebody and you have all those other things going on, like, you know, compassion and understanding and things like that, then it, it kind of makes it easier when 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 you have to have those tough conversations because you're like dude you you know you put me in this position yeah i can't really you know we always say at home team like you kind of we don't like fire people Mm -hmm. i mean we do everything we can not to let people go Mm -hmm. you know it's it's you know if we can work through something with somebody and you know it creates loyalty it creates you know even more understanding but if you you know if if you get let go you you know we we say you kind of fire yourself Mm mm-hmm and that's the way it goes. So, I mean, you know, there, there's so many difficult situations. Everything's different. You just got to kind of have, you know, catch it. Like you say, breathe, get yeah, in there and just, and just go it. in there and, and have the conversation. And, and so many times I've just, 
I've been like, uh, you know, lots of times I'll be sitting at home on my couch and Darby's like, oh my God, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I'm just going to jump in. Yeah. Just got to go in. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's, I don't know, for some of, I haven't had a lot of situations like that, but it's almost like it's, you know, when I've been at my lowest, it's when I've learned the most. And sometimes people just need to hear. Yeah. And sometimes you never know what the reaction is going to be. You might get, you might get something and and turns it around and they end up, you know, back in the game, their new Or they person. might be relieved. Yeah. <laughs> or they might just go, you know what, you're right, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, I hated this anyway. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for hating it. Um, okay, so why uh, why smoked meats? What made you fall in love with that? You know, I don't know. I didn't really grow up on barbecue. We used to stop at this place in, um, outside of Macon in Soberton, Georgia, called Sweats Barbecue on the way up to see my grandparents in Hilton Head every summer. And that was really my only barbecue experience. My mom is from Washington, D.C. My dad's from New York. There wasn't a whole lot of yeah. <laughs> southern barbecue going on. And um, I, I started messing around with um, a sauce and a rub that I kind of learned at Georgia when, when I was in college. And I, was, I started messing around when I was on culinary school. And then when I got out to Colorado, I you know, started smoking more meats and just for friends and stuff like that, parties and Super Bowl parties mm-hmm. or New Year's or whatever. And you know, people started liking it. I started enjoying it and then kind of had that that concept in my brain. And when I got to Charleston, um, I, w- I worked, uh, uh, Craig Deal was at, at Cypress, really awesome chef and great dude. And he had a smoker over there and, and it was one of our sister restaurants and it was right across the alley. And he'd let me use the smoker and I started doing barbecue on Fridays. And I don't know, everybody liked it and I liked it and I wanted to do something I wanted to. I, I saw the writing on the wall as far as high end cooking goes. It's just the rat race, and I was like, "How am I going to do this and like have a family mm-hmm. and be a regular dude?" And um, I mean, it's, it's so well documented. Uh, you know, all these chefs just like they can't stop. Yeah. You know, and I think that's. You know, I, I think you can find the balance. But for me, I was just like, you know, I want to do. I, I love music. I love sports. I love. I love barbecue. I want to combine it all together and have a good time. Yeah. And, um, everybody's like what are you gonna do you sell it you know what you know what what?" i'm like no Uh, yeah this is my life you know it's like it's really just crosses over for me so it meshes in with what i like and and the people i like and the atmosphere that i like totally but i think you guys do such a good job of that i mean like the name home team is you go in there with your friends and you have the best time you do you get lost in there and the food's good and the drinks are good and you know so how many game changers do you sell (laughs) <laughs> too many yeah a lot too many does does anyone drink them like people on in charleston though or on sullivan's island <laughs> you should stop at two <laughs> you should stop at one <laughs> i don't know if i've ever told aaron the story of having two yeah it's a long, it's a crazy story that i thought uh, i was cutting avocados but i was actually in bed <laughs> john was like what are you doing i was like i'm sitting on i was like sitting on the edge of the bed you were this hallucinating is, this is a terrible this is a terrible story <laughs> But there was other drinks involved. This was many years ago before children. Okay. And I was sitting on the edge of the bed, and he was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, I'm chopping avocados. And he was like, you're not. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're, not. you're sleeping. Yeah, so stop at You've one. You've had too much pineapple juice. <laughs> this podcast is about risks and just, you know, trusting your gut and going for it. How did you get it going off the ground? Just, I mean, just a lot of sweat and effort and... You know, it was hard. I mean, we weren't even making money at West Ashley when we opened Sullivan's Island. I mean, it it was, um, we had a good product and and a good formula, but, 
um, you know, we weren't, we weren't making money yet. And, um, it took, you know, some growing up and, um, and some focus and, you know, I, I just, that's, I mean, that's all you do. You just got to keep at it. Mm-hmm. And then you look up one day and it's, you know, it's, it's working. Yeah. So did you ever think like, I'm just going to walk away? No. That's good. No, never. I mean, I, you know, when I, when I, when I opened home team, I, I just wanted to make enough money to, you know, to, you know, support myself. And, you know, I wanted to be my own boss and, um, and do what I wanted to do. And so I never, I never thought for a moment that I would do anything else. I didn't, I I knew it would work if we just stuck to it. Yeah. So awesome. And then, um, one event that we got to do with you guys was that event for hogs for the cause. Right. And I loved that. And so I'd love for you to talk about that a little bit. Bring sure. some awareness to that. Hogs for the Cause is an outreach program for um, uh, families with um, children with pediatric brain cancer. And so it started, these two guys in New Orleans started it. They had a friend with a kid with terminal brain cancer. Most of these cases are terminal. Um, you know, some are quick, some stick around. Actually, one, one of the, the, the little girls that we first were associated with she's still pumping it like it's awesome six years later so it's awesome but um they started it um they had a friend with with a kid with pediatric brain cancer and so they did a fundraiser in the backyard and it went from their backyard to a 90 team event right next to lakefront arena and they've been in some other places too but big venue um awesome bands um they raised over two million bucks this last year. Gosh, that's incredible. So, and I think that was close to double the year before. Um, that was a so, huge turnout this year at your party. Yeah, and so we've been doing. We, we partner up with the Fox Brothers in Atlanta and Takria Del Sol in Atlanta, and we form a team. And um, and that's what the team that we go down to New Orleans with, and we raise money all year long, and then present the check at that event. And so this year we got. Um, third in fundraising, I think raised over $200,000. So it was huge. And, um, yeah. And so what it does is they give grants to support the families while they're dealing with their issues. You know, obviously when they're, when they're at the hospital, they're down in MUSC or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they're coming down from Florence or Spartanburg or wherever they are, um, you know, they can't work and, you know, they have expenses they've got to pay. So, yeah. And they're starting to raise so much money. It's starting to go back into, um, research and the hospitals themselves there's a big donation for a room and at scottish right and which is kind of the the you know the musc of atlanta um and uh there there's a room dedicated down there in the name of uh, our team um right down the street from my house it's super cool my, yeah, i couldn't be there my cool. mom my mom went up and represented oh, us and it was so awesome nice. but i went to that hospital a million times i banged my head on the ground and, right you know slid my chin on the ground a million times <laughs> and, but uh <laughs> Um, anyhow, so they're, they're doing other things and it's, and it's really awesome. So, that is awesome. Yeah. It's a great cause. Yeah. I Families, kids, cancer. That's what's important to us. Uh, totally. I yeah. agree. Anytime you can support people and the whole family yeah. is affected. So, um, okay. So now you have to tell me, why do you love the works as a dude? I remember this conversation I had with you at a friend's house and I was like, you have to come. I, used right. to, I was at another studio at the time. And you're like, eh, I don't know. And I was like, just come. You'll love it. You're going to sweat your ass off. Come. And you're like, yeah. well, I'll come. I'll come. Yeah. And now you haven't stopped coming. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So 
I, I love the, the community aspect to it. Um, you know, I got a lot of buddies there. I've made a lot of friends too that are down there or just, mm-hmm. you know, got introduced to somebody I, I, you know, this far away from knowing, you know, and so that's, that's been really great. And, you know, just getting in there and, um, you know, we started off CPY and, mm-hmm. and it was just like, you know, you're mat to mat and you're getting down and dirty. And mm-hmm. at first it's just like, man, I can't get through this. And and now it's like, man, I can't get through this. Same, same, same. <laughs> it's like the first day every day. But um, no, it, it's killer for me. It's just, um, you know, number one, I mean, my, my, my back, my lower back was, has always been a mess and mm-hmm. my core sucked. And, um, you know, since, you know, probably a couple years after high school, um, and so, um, and uh, impact for me is, is tough. So it's, it's great for me in that regard. And then, you know, just the flexibility and, um, and then I just have to, I've got to almost exhaust myself to be clear minded mm-hmm. and, um, and have patience and things like that. So it's just, for me, I, I go and I do it and blast it all out mm-hmm. and I'm so damn tired and just crawl in the shower and mm-hmm. then <laughs> and then the rest of the day it's just it, it, it banks on that or even if I do the day before you know uh, I've gotten to where I can do it and you know go and do the morning and then yeah. go and do an afternoon class or just slip over there real fast at lunch or something like that but most of the time it's in the morning and it's just it's great man it helps me I think eat better um and um you know, I mean, I uh, just feel a ton better and I love it. You yeah, know, it's uh, it's it's great. And, and, you know, all your people are great. And, um, you know, you. everybody's so positive and and, you know, you know, the things we talked about before and after class. I mean, a lot of them are really pertinent. And they I do, you know, think about those things and just like, you know, just, uh, you know, don't you know, one of the things that I've always been I've been telling myself a lot lately is like, don't, don't try so hard to make it all right, mm-hmm. you know, just let some of it be. Okay, we got one more thing to do. So I've got 10 rapid-fire questions for you. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, up or down? <laughs> up or down? Mm-hmm. Up. Um, best thing you want to teach your kids? Oh, man, how to be a good, uh, how to be a good friend, how to be a good friend. Awesome. Really how to be a good friend. Chicken or the egg? Uh, I'll take a chicken because you can get the egg from the chicken. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> uh, happy or rich? Oh, happy. Travel or sleep? Uh, travel and sleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> travel to sleep. <laughs> um, favorite band? Oh, man. I mean, I guess I would have to, I mean, I've seen 250 shows. So I'd have to say what's well, Panic, but I sure do miss Michael Hauser. That was 2002. That's 17 years ago. So I remember that, actually. Yeah. Um, brisket or ribs? Um... I would say beef ribs. Okay. Yeah. That was one of John's questions. Oh, yeah? <laughs> we did these last yeah. night. Brisket is, fr- I mean, tough. It's rich, man. It's so good, though. Yeah. Um, beach or mountains? Whew. I've lived in both. Um, uh, yeah, I'd have to say the beach because that's where I live now, but I miss the mountains. Days of Thunder or Top Gun? Uh, days of Thunder. A.M. <laughs> or P.M.? Uh, AM. All right. Four o'clock in the morning's my deal. Same. <laughs> I'm, I am an early morning, like by about in about 20 minutes, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much. This was awesome. Yeah, um, thanks for having me, Sarah. I appreciate it. Yay. That. 
you guys. How awesome is Aaron? He is, he's such a love and he's just such a cool guy, super, super down to earth, just fun to be around. My favorite thing that he said was about how he kept his staff. Our next guest, I can't even, I'm not even gonna tell you because it's so exciting. Thank you guys so much for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Five stars. Um, and we're so excited to see you next week. Bye.